For this reason we bow our knees to you, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth are named, that you would grant my sisters, according to the riches of your glory, to be strengthened with might through your spirit and their inner woman, that you, Jesus, would dwell in their hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, that they would be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width, length, and depth and height, that they would know the love of Christ, which surpasses all knowledge, that they would be filled to all the fullness of you, God. Now to you, Father, who are able to do exceedingly abundantly above and beyond all that we could ask or think, according to the power that works in us. To you be the honor and glory in the church of Christ Jesus to all generations, forever and ever. Amen. Father, just speak through me today. Minister your word in such a practical way so these ladies walk away encouraged and uplifted and strengthened for the work that you've got for them, that you've established for them from the foundation of this world to walk in. Amen. I don't know if all of you know who I am, but my name is Lisa Barrett, and um, last month my husband and I celebrated 30 years, a wedding anniversary. Um, but let's flash back to 1992, October of 1992. Three weeks after I asked Jesus to be the Lord of my life, I told my husband, I need to talk to you about something. His concern that I, was that I was going to ask him for a divorce. We had come to live separate lives and, and he was relieved when I said I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. See, I wanted him to come to church with me to make sure that I wasn't getting involved in a cult. I came from law enforcement background. It wasn't a cult. Five months later, Ron received Jesus as his Lord and Savior. The woman that led me to the Lord walked with me. She prayed with me. She counseled me from the word of God. She became my spiritual mama. Her faithfulness to disciple me until I was strong enough to walk with the Lord helped me tremendously. It changed the course of my life. See, I'm a child of a teen pregnancy. Um, my, parent, my, my grandmother didn't want me, so she tried to help my mom abort me. Two parents that struggled with multiple addictions, abuse, emotional, sexual, and physical. I was in foster care. I lived in a climate of fear-based living where waiting for the next shoe to drop was how I lived. There was no training in righteous living, but God. An older woman counseled me and showed me how to live just like we see in Proverbs 31. God's ways are perfect, converting the soul. His statutes are just making wise the simple. My house, which had been built on sinking sand, was about to experience a new foundation. Therefore, if anyone's in Christ, he's a new or she's a new creation. Old thing pa- all things pass away. Behold, new- all things become new in 2 Corinthians 5.17. So if you're intimidated... By Proverbs 31, you're in good company. The women that are teaching this were intimidated by it. You know? This is a picture of godly counsel from an older woman to her son. Whatever your current condition is, married with children, divorced, widowed, 
single, glean from the godly advice. I want to read to you Proverbs 31, 1 through 9. Because I think if you start in 10, what happens is, is you forget. This, these are words from King Lemuel's mother to her son. These are godly words of counsel. This is a picture. It's not a person. Can you hear that? It's a picture. It's not a person. The words of King Lemuel... The utterance which his mother taught him. What my son and what son of my womb and what son of my vows. Do you give your strength to women? Nor do not give your strength to women. Nor your ways to that which destroys kings. It is not for kings, O Lemuel. It is not for kings to drink wine. Nor for the princes intoxicating drink. Lest you drink and forget the law. And pervert the justice of all the afflicted. Give strong drink to him who is perishing. And wine to those who are bitter of heart. Let him drink and forget his poverty. And remember his misery no more. Open your mouth for the speechless. In the cause of all who are appointed to die. Open your mouth. Judge righteously. And plead the cause of the poor and needy. My youngest son, the son of my heart, not the son of my womb, is a young man that my husband led to the Lord when he was 12 years old. Poor choices by his bio mom led him to foster care. We lost contact with John um, just shortly after he was baptized in our pool at the age of 13. He found me on Facebook when he was 20 years old. He drifted from the Lord. His marriage failed and he totaled his car. I begged my husband to go rescue him. He had moved into a room at a friend's house in Menifee. A sense of urgency came over me and the thought entered my mind. He's contemplating suicide. Later he shared that he was struggling terribly with the thought. John moved in with us for a long season. My husband said, you do realize you'll need to give up your car for him. He also shared custody of their one-year-old baby girl and he could not afford childcare. Three days a week for nearly two years, my assignment was to care for Annalisa while John worked midnight shifts and slept. This sacrifice gave me a voice to minister truth to my John. He heeded godly counsel and blessed those who had cursed him and those who had used and spitefully abused him. He rededicated his life to the Lord and spent those two years learning what healthy marriage looks like. This lonely man was placed in our family. Psalm 68, 6 says, God sets the lonely in families. He sets the prisoner free and gives them joy. But he makes the rebellious live in a sun-scorched land. That's the New Living Translation. Two weeks ago, John's bio brother came up for a visit. He had been spending his vacations with us for several years. And I thought, why doesn't he want to spend time with these old folks? He had been watching the transformation in John's life. Drew gave his heart to the Lord during his visit. My husband baptized him in a friend's jacuzzi. A day before Drew left to drive home to Oregon. 
John's daughter, Annalisa, sings praises to Jesus and praise the Lord every time we sat down to eat. Please do not minimize your influence in the life of your children, children of your womb, children of your heart, spiritual children. You will see as we read Proverbs 31 in its entirety what godly priorities the king's mom counsels her son on. They're my challenge to you. Be a vessel of honor. Choose a vessel of honor to do life with. And raise up vessels of honor, children, for God's glory. Are any of you mothers? Raise your hand. How about a spiritual mama? Maybe you've led somebody to the Lord. Maybe God has put somebody in your life that somebody else led to the Lord. And you're walking with them. The need is so great in the body of Christ for discipleship. Be prayerful and open to whom God would have you invest in. And mother for Jesus' sake. If you were raised in a godless home like I was. You, like me, will need a spiritual mama to counsel you. And encourage you to love and good works. The woman that led me to the Lord in October of 1992 immediately discipled me and met with me often. She prayed with me. She challenged me. She lived a virtuous life, abiding in Christ, modeling his character to me. I wasn't a virtuous woman. I was that broken vessel shattered, in mercy gathered, mended and hold by the Lord. I'm eternally grateful for her, for her words of wisdom from God's word. And her commitment to walk with me until I was able to walk so strongly with the Lord. She was that Titus 2 woman in my life. Titus 2, 3 through 5 reads, The older woman, likewise, that they be reverent in behavior, not slanderers, not given to much wine, teachers of good things, that they admonish the younger women to love their husbands, to love their children, to be discreet, chaste, homemakers, good and obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God may not be blasphemed. Do you have older women in your life? Do you have, are you an older woman in a younger woman's life? Do you have an older woman in your life that challenges you to be a vessel of honor? Choose a vessel of honor. Raise up vessels of honor for God's glory. As iron sharpens iron, so does one Man or woman sharpen another, Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen says. King Lemuel's mother must have been a virtuous woman for her son to heed her counsel. So much of what we learn is caught more than taught. Be examples in word, in conduct, in faith, in love, and in purity. It really does give you a voice in the to be heard in the lives of the sons and daughters of your womb, sons and daughters of your heart, spiritual sons and daughters, foster children, adopted children. My grandmother was the only Christian in my life when I was growing up. She loved extravagantly and modeled Christ-likeness to me. I hung on her every word. I would heed her counsel because her life spoke volumes. But she was quiet about her faith. She didn't lead me to Christ. She had me, she had been married to my papa for nearly 63 years when he passed away. 
divorce and circumstances associated with the relationship between my mom and my dad pretty much severed that relationship. Maybe I would see her once a year. You see, I didn't ask Jesus to be Lord of my life until I was 30. I didn't come as a virtuous woman. But as a sinner in need of a savior, all of us have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But guess what God did? He made me virtuous. As I began to abide in his word, I came to know the truth and it set me free. His ways are perfect, converting the soul. His statutes are just making wise the simple. I began to change and understand what it means to love my husband and my children. Being a Christ follower transformed my entire family. My immediate family, my husband came to the Lord five months after my conversion. My children, my sisters, my mother, my nephews, my stepdad. That moral goodness and the power of the Holy Spirit drew them to consider Christ. Virtuous means moral goodness. Proverbs 31.10 from the Amplified Version of the Bible reads, A capable, intelligent, and virtuous woman. Who is he who can find her? She's far more precious than jewels and her value is far above rubies or pearls. If you're single, divorced, widowed, know that your husband is the king of kings. Jesus, you got the best, sister. We're a little envious here. If you don't have physical children, perhaps you have spiritual children or children of the heart. Please understand these verses apply to you. King Lemuel's mother offers a beautiful description of an excellent wife. Remember, she's a wife and mother. This is a woman over her lifetime. To do that all in a day would just be crazy. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) nobody's got time for that. Um, This woman has influence in her home, in her business, and in her community. I wrote down a couple of ladies that are in my life right now that are Mary Bolf reminds me of that woman that talks to these younger men. Um, she's not married, but Jesus is her. Jesus is her husband, and she sure does honor him. And she reaches into her community. I think of my friend Jeanette Ludy, who is a single woman that has a missionary heart that is preparing her home for women at risk. I think of my friend Joyce Moody, who's a, she's a widow. And in her home, she has her grandson and his wife and their four children. And she's that Proverbs 31 woman taking care of her household. I think of my friend Karen Forsh. She's divorced. She's got a home where she has younger women, single women living there that can't really afford to pay the premium price that you pay. They pay a little here. They pay a little there. That's her ministry. That's caring for her household. You see where your treasure is. That's where your heart will be. This woman in Proverbs 31 treasured her relationships. We see this by the fact that her husband trusts her evidence by the fact that she does them good and not evil all the days of her life. Now, don't take this wrong. 
There's no perfection this side of heaven. You blow it, please forgive me, and you move on. Life is that way. But I have to ask my question, myself a question, and, and you, can I be that person? Am I this person? I want to be this person. You start by praying for your husband and your children, your roommates, your grandkids, those in your household, to surrender to the lordship of Jesus Christ. You focus on living for Jesus yourself and let the Lord work on the hearts of your household. Being that Titus 2 younger woman with the help of an older woman in your life. Actually, the Lord provided two older women in my life, Cheryl and Roberta. These women were intercessors. And then a third one entered in, and they were all my mom's age. You see, I, I was like, I don't need an older woman in my life. I have had an older woman in my life. That was a train wreck. And yet God knew what I needed, and he knew exactly what I needed. And, the, and, and those ladies held me up when I was weary, lifted my head when I was broken, the transformation in, in me caused my husband to be open to the lordship of Jesus Christ in his life. As I learned to pray and follow Christ sacrificially for my family, the Lord opened doors for us to reach into our community. The Lord gave us an opportunity to host a Bible study in our home in Riverside. Ron even sought a man to walk with him. Like I had an older woman walk with me. My husband was discipled by an associate pastor at our church. Do you understand the mess I was? And God took those pieces broken and shattered with mercy gathered, mended and whole. A life lived for Christ in your home will bring transformation. She opens her mouth and wisdom is on her tongue and the law of kindness. She watches over the ways of her household and she doesn't eat the bread of idleness, Proverbs 31, 26 through 27. Ladies, be a vessel. Be a vessel of honor. Choose a vessel of honor to do life with if you're single. Or if you feel called to the ministry of singleness, Walk with those that are vessels of honor. Like Moses had Aaron and her when he was weary. They lifted up his arms while the battle was raging. When your mindset on how can I best serve my Lord through serving my family, transformation really does occur. Don't despise those little things that you think, how valuable can this be? I'm going to give up my car. I'm going to give up a little time. Look at the fruit. Look at the fruit. Those in my sphere of influence see a living epistle. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Let your light so shine before men that, and women and children <laughs> that they see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Matthew 5.16 Ladies, Jesus is the best thing that ever happened to me. Don't forsake the partnership. 
Don't forsake the power of partnership. You were designed for community. I want to read to you Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 12. I, I think we as women have a tendency to, tendency to think I, I got this. When we don't got it, two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they, if they fall, one will lift up his companion. But woe to him who is alone when he falls, for he has no one to help him up. Again, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one be warm alone? Though one may be overpowered by another, two can withstand him. And a threefold cord is not quickly broken. I heard of a, a really cool analogy about trees. Random, right? Palm trees. You see how high they grow up. Well, they can grow about a mile below the surface with their roots. And that's why you could watch a palm, palm tree literally bend like this in the winds and come back up. And it bends with the waves of adversity. But did you know the redwood trees? They, they have about 300 feet of um, root system. And they're pretty tall. But you know what they do? Their roots link with each other. So you could have a fully dead redwood tree and it's held up by its sisters that are holding its roots, providing it a little bit of nourishment when it's like, I got nothing. I got nothing. Keep each other alive in the body of Christ. I wanted to share just a couple of resources with you to help you in your journey. If you're a younger woman, if you're an older woman, if you have children, I count my pack of goodies. <laughs> Those of you that have very little time and think, you want me to read a book? I can barely open my Bible. This took me one day. This is Anne Graham Lutz. It's in troubled times, looking forward with hope to heaven, my father's house. And it's forwarded by her daddy. It is so good. If anybody wants to borrow it, let me know. For you mamas, for you women, if you, if you are a single ma woman, if you're a divorced woman, if you're an older woman, the power of a praying woman, Stormy O'Martin. For, for parents without husbands, power of a praying parent. By Stormy O'Martin. If you like, I don't even know how to pray anymore. I am just so done. They also have power of praying for your adult children. And then the power of a praying wife. Oh my gosh. This was an older woman in my life that I've never met. And I'm telling you, I prayed every area of my husband's life. And God worked. Here's another resource. If you are so broken, you don't even know how you're going to continue. Lord, heal my hurts. By Kay Arthur. Lord, I want to know you goes through every aspect of God's character. Lord, is this warfare teach me to stand? If you're in the midst of an incredible battle and you think I can't stand any longer, grab two women in your life and say, we need to pray together. Could you help me? I'm going under. I need your roots to grab onto mine because I got nothing. Share resources with other women in your life. Be the older woman. Choose an older woman. We weren't designed to do this alone. And we see that in Proverbs 31 with the counsel of a mom to her son. Can we pray?
Father, your ways are truly perfect, converting the soul. Help us to not grow weary in doing good and know that in due season we're going to reap what we sow and if we don't lose heart. Give us the courage to say, I am flailing in this sea of despair. Hold up my arms in the battle. Father, I thank you for my sisters like Rhonda who gave me these shoes so she teaches me sometimes how to walk. My sisters that gave me this bracelet that says sister friend that reminds me I need sister friends in my life. This other sister that gave me this watch that reminds me there's a time and a season for every purpose under heaven. The mom that you gave me that gave her heart to the Lord that gave me this shirt that's wear Christ. Wear Christ. And we just thank you and praise you, Father God. Go before us. Be glorified in our midst. In Jesus' name, amen. Mm -hmm.